Hey guys, Editor Joe here. Just wanted to let you know that this episode is a little different. Might not be the most exciting thing to listen to, but I felt that it was interesting enough to warrant keeping it in. Um, you'll see as we go along, but I know if I were listening to this podcast, it's something I would want to hear, even though it's not, you know, the height of adventure. Anyway, I guess the, sh- the long and short of it is that the party is- spends most of the episode first naming the tree ship and then exploring it. So here it is in all of its mostly unedited glory. Okay, I'm just saying, <laughs> we, we can keep this recorded. Uh, best boat names from A to Z, 26 plus ways to name your yacht, has terrible names. These suck. Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody sucks when they name their yachts. Are they like Kentucky Derby horse names? No, no, Kentucky. Because Derby I feel like that's in. also a viable so is, like source. I'm definitely going to look up those. Windbreaker, now. Wave Runner, Wake uh. Up Call, uh, Uptown Girl, Tide Runner, uh, Seize Tucky the Day with Derby as like remember names. Like, <sighs> Maestro. Who the fuck names their ship Maestro? I'm just saying. Jen. <coughs> but he wouldn't have a ship. No, he he'd have, have he would have like a long, it'd be like a five word. Forward. Yeah, forward. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be part of it, but like not the whole thing. The Jolly Roger, get out of here. Get out. All right, yeah. I'm closing this before I get mad. Mm-hmm. So bad. Uh, 1964's winner was Northern Dancer. Just Mm. from, I think this is this year, we have Country House, Code of Honor, Tacitus, Improbable, Game Winner, Master Fencer, War of Will, Plus K Parfait, (laughs) Win Win Win, Cutting Humor, By My Standards, Bot Express. <laughs> tax. <laughs> Just the word tax. Yep. Roadster. Long range toddy. Maximum. Okay, long range toddy is okay. Spinoff. Gray Magician. Omaha Beach. And Haikal. Oaks Horses. Serengeti Empress. Ooh. Leora. Lady Apple. Champagne Anyone. Bellafina, Street Band, Chocolate Kisses, Motion Emotion, Jeltron, Out for a Spin, Flor de la Mar, Restless Rider, Jaywalk, Positive Spirit, Dunbar Road, Point of Honor. Good Lord. Why are rich people allowed to name things? (laughs) So I've heard uh, Desmond and Falrock and Terrajux are all here. Oh, yeah, I'm here. Chad's here. Leland? <coughs> Leland? Uh-oh. Nope. He did. Nine times? <sighs> Excuse me. Four of Mitchell. Mitchell's Missile. Okay. I, I so, do like Mitchell's Missile. Like, the <laughs> Mitchell's first thing we need great. to do when we get our airship is like do a low flyby over Beatrix's ship, and I'll like just show her my ass as we <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, 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 but we can actually do that because we have to go back to the desert anyway. Yeah. Why? Um, we're gonna pick up a shitload of crystal and scry proof this thing. 
Won't that just make it fall out of the sky? No, I don't think it blocks the power signature. I think it just blocks the like sensory. We can try it. Like, um, we can try. Like, we'll keep it real low to the ground, and I'll like move some crystals close to it. But I don't think it actually interferes with the power. But if it had, it already has an anti divination feature or a cloaking feature. It might. I don't know. Um, I we, can't. We need to, before we even like do this. We need to get it up, and we need to see what it can do. Get it in the that's air and fly. <laughs> yeah, that's me every Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> I, I knew it as soon as I said it, I was like, ah, oh, shit. I'm not recording. Take these words back. God damn it. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, you guys. Oh, it's so obvious. Pillar of Autumn. Hello. Oh, that's so good. But oh, copyright infringement. Really <laughs> all right, all right. What what do you call like, it? As much as I love Pillar of Autumn, like it's one of my favorite ship names ever. Uh, you guys could do better on your yeah, own. We really what? Can. Come on, it's so good. <laughs> Autumnal Equinox would be an excellent name for I was a ship. Gonna, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was reading you as it as you type it in. I was like, yes, Daniel, that's a splendid idea. <laughs> Vernal oh, I'm not sure we want to also be, be really good. I don't think we want to call it anything relating to autumn because that might, you know, spit in the face of Lady. <laughs> well, you could go for vernal equinox. We could call it Pride Before Fall. I don't or think pride. we want to give our ship a doomed name. <laughs> Let's call it Doom. <laughs> Unsinkable Two. <laughs> the Titanic Junior. <laughs> I, so I'm leaning towards something to do with like freedom or because it's got to capture the fact that like now that we have this, we're no longer stuck anywhere. Like we can uh, always just leave. I like Batmobile. The big, a- the big ass tree mobile. As Chaos said earlier, I'll probably still call it that even if it's not the series. Yeah, name. I'm okay with that as a uh, informal name. But like this has to be something where we can go up to a king and he'll be like, bah, who are you? And it'll be like, oh, you know. Yeah, we just is... got off the James Cameron. I want to... <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, you know, There's Desmond... funny about the name Biggest Dickus? Sky <laughs> Captain of Absolution. And they're like, oh, shit. <sighs> like, we want this to be an imposing thing because ultimately, yeah. this is a I weapon. Mean, you, that kind of speaks for itself, right? Mine may be too far down. I, I do like I do like Aloth. I like mm-hmm. simple names. Oh, I, yeah. I like names. Sky like Captain like... Maximilian Valentine. Captain, Captain of the, of the Sky. sky. <laughs> so good. I mean, I like names that have like at least seven words in them, if not more. No, it needs to be short. It needs to be one or two words. Three. Take I it or leave it. Three, All right, five, I still think five. Pillar of Something. Mm. It's a little, Sorry. it's a little on the nose. Yeah. As I as mean, great uh, as that ship is, have you narrowed it down already? No, oh, not no. at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone longer. Never mind. No, you're back. So now we can start the episode and actually get this recorded for our audience. Dear God. <laughs> and as a special Patreon reward, you can listen to us fuck about for three hours trying to <laughs> name a tree. I might. So I've had the recording going. For the last, like, ten minutes. And I very well may just take it and insert it into the episode. (laughs) Oh, God. Well, Uh, no, you just do the British thing where we uh, 
half part of the episode running and then we do the intro later. Yeah. Oh, just halfway through? No, yeah. good lord. Let's, let's just do it now. <laughs> Our first cold open episode? Yeah. Anyway, hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the... Well, I say exciting. Another episode of the Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your dungeon master for this adventure. Joining me today, we have... Uh, Daniel, playing uh, tree neighbor number one. Uh, I'm Hall, proctologist number two. I'm playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I'm playing the Dwarven Tree Namer. I'm Matt, and I play Leyland, the only one who should be named the tree. <laughs> That's a racist. And I'm Waffle, and I play Kakadim Giver number five. Yeah, uh, fair warning. Oh, no, so we got to name the tree Cultural Appropriation. <laughs> yeah, done. Named it. Oh, my God. <laughs> How about the appropriator? Oh, Good morning to you, our beloved audience. This is the episode where they named the tree ship. We've been at this for a while, guys. Well, I've, yeah. I have 10 minutes of recording before the intro. I may leave it there. I may insert it. Why don't we call it Pillar of Appropriation? Exactly. I <laughs> like that. Let's call it Humanity <laughs> Fuck Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Basil and Ivy are going to excitedly be taking notes about things while you guys discuss this. <sighs> and we're just like sitting around on the floor. Okay. We're just like, so, yeah, every, well, we've got my like spare booze out. And we're just sitting around like yeah. taking hits, like naming this damn thing. <laughs> I'm not sure I want Enema in the name of our ship. <laughs> no. Yeah, um, we've already got like a giant phallic symbol that's yeah, getting. Yeah, it's a little. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> a little much. This is already a very horny ship. Oh, oh boy, maybe thorny. Um, oh, every rose has its thorns. No, I hate that song. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> I agree. Every tree has its nut. I mean, that's patently <laughs> untrue. <laughs> <laughs> Nuts make up a very small subsection of the vast variety of fruits produced by flowering plants. Um, I just like the word autumnal. Quite the question is, Joe, as being, you know, a plant expert of sorts, um, <laughs> it does not approve of our choices. Do you have, like, the, a veto vote? <laughs> I mean, I have the ultimate veto of rocks falling on you and everyone yeah. dies. But he okay. can't, technically, he can't stop us from naming it the dingus butt. <laughs> yeah. Like, it would require it all of five seconds, actually, but we'll have named it that. Yeah. Actually, you and know that's what? How the I, podcast do. Ends. I can go back to any of the prior discussion, pull out a name I like, and then dump <laughs> that in anytime you say the dingus butt. <laughs> <laughs> Will it sound good? No. 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 Much. Much more than I would if I left it. <sighs> oh, goodness. Well, um, all right. So let's, before we choose just a name, Cold Turkey, let's discuss why this thing needs a name and what the name needs to accomplish. Because that's a good starting point. So ultimately, the name for this thing, the situations in which we're going to have to address the tree ship. Well, First and foremost, we're going to need to be able to shout its name while we're running away from something and say, get to tree ship the name. En- get to the endless. Get. Well, hurry, is the tree male, female, or gender neutral? 
I you like I don't know mean. because it doesn't have any flowers. I would say gender neutral, but you know. Quickly, Tad, well, then we're going to have to we're going to have to find a gender neutral name because we don't actually know. Mm. Yeah. No. And we act, oh, Chad, this is the easiest. Just talk to plants and ask it its name. Oh I wait, don't have that spell prepared. <laughs> oh. Then Chad's just going to choose one of his. No, 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 no. no, no, no. We're going to wait for Chad to prepare it, and then the tree's going to tell us its name. And then Chad's going to just say one of his names. No, 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 no. <laughs> Great powerful DM will have to tell us its name. Oh, wait, no. You do Zone of Truth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, we got it. We figured got it. it. Got him, boys. I'm giving you to make this your own. Do not spit in my face. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So we're going to need to be able to say the name or at least part of the name, like one word of it while we're referring to it in casual conversation. But then it needs to have, in my opinion, a slightly longer or more like fully embellished name that strikes fear into the hearts of our enemies. Because this is something where we need to <clears throat> be able to leverage this as not just an actual weapon, but the threat of a weapon. Well, that's going to be way more like, effective. Um, the Star Trek ships, like Enterprise, just like one word. That's like I like independence. Wasn't there a ship called the Dauntless? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a lot of Dauntlesses. I think I imagine um, it's a pretty popular ship name. I think it's mm -hmm. one in Pirates of the Caribbean, too. Mm -hmm. World War II well, get a, get a thesaurus Able. out for independence. That was a scout plane. No, that was name. pilot. A World War II American naval scout plane and dive bomber. Uh, the Dauntless was a steamboat in the Puget was, Sound mosquito fleet. It was also a <laughs> Uh, it was, there were also five HMS Dauntlesses in the Iron Navy. The uh, the Independence Navy, the was a light aircraft carrier for the U.S. Independence is also the town you start in an Oregon Trail. Which is the best game ever. Mm, it's uh, up there. It's culturally relevant to my people. Why don't you call it the Deliverance or something? No. Mm. No. Banjos? Uh, it's it's yeah. a little too divine for my taste. Yeah? I I don't know. I, <laughs> well, you know, like, like, I don't see the thesaurus for independence and pick, yeah, a, pick yeah. one of these. I, I mean, like here. independence. All right. I don't. It's right. too America for me. <laughs> it's too, yeah, it's too gen generic. Okay. I mean, what, how about... Oh, you guys, all right. Divergence. All right. Absolution... I, I knew this was actually a ship from somewhere. It's the ship from frickin' Toonami. It's the old Toonami ship. It's the Absolution. Ooh, that's really cool. All right. What about something like the High Sovereign? Sovereign Absolution. In a sense. <laughs> yeah, are, that's one way of... We are diverging. Carefully constructed campaign into like. <laughs> Remember, Basil and Ivy are listening to this conversation. No, Basil, no, Basil no. and Ivy are—they're off. They're, they're probably notes. like up, up in the top of the tree, making out. And this is the part where Joe's going to have to cut because we're yeah. all typing and looking up more names. I'm like, uh -huh. oh, we're terrible at those. This, I this do, might I do like, a I do like Serenity Ooh. mainly because I've been watching Firefly again, like. This week, <clears throat> two. I'm I'm digging through uh, skyship names from the Edge Chronicles now. How about how about this Veritas? Get a, get a Latin name in there. Storm Chaser, Storm Queen, Windrunner. I, like, I like Storm Chaser. 
But it's but we're not like let's storm. call it let's call oh, it what it really is. Kind of it's gonna be a troublemaker. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Because it's like we're not really chasing the storm. It just sort of happens around yeah. us. Well, hang on, Forger of Triumph is. We it? are the storm. I do like Forger of Triumph. Um, but we could just call it the Triumph. What do we call it? The Iron Yeah. Iron Yak. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not iron. No. The well, yak? No. Old iron sides. Old timber sides. <laughs> um, old oaken bark. The, the timber of infinity. <laughs> I'm going to go to an ent name generator. <laughs> Here we go. Here's 10 random names. Uh, mean maple, gray herb, soft alder, scorched twig, scorched leaf, elm flower, fir needle, ash shrub, cherry cherry blade. Cherry that's blade. That's got a that's got a nice edge to it. Oak snarl. Hmm. How about something blade? Hmm. It's a flagship blade. Uh, storm blade. Uh, storm blade. Back to Storm. <laughs> Always back to Storm. Do you know who you're talking to? Triumph of the Storm. There you go. I like that. I, I kind of like that, yeah. I, I, I Because the, the Triumph is really what's sticking with me out of the, the Forger of Triumph. Uh, no, Triumph is good. We got, like, we got a lot of the Storm are, stuff going on. We so. call it the Triumph because we Storms, won. Storms, well, that's Triumph. the short part. You haven't won yeah. yet, Christopher. Storms Triumph. Sure we did. <clears throat> Even shorter. I mean, like, we, I really we like. We brought this thing back. That's triumph in and of itself. Yeah, exactly. So, triumph of storms or storms triumph, um, just out of character, even like really, really good on my end because Tarjus's whole thing is about how, like, inevitably the storm will triumph, and like, it's unavoidable. <laughs> totally on board with those two. That's on brand for me. Um. Yeah, I, I like Storm's Triumph. I like Triumph of the Storm. I think Triumph of the Storm is a bit more. It is. It's, and then we can just call it the Storm for short, or, or the Triumph. Or the Triumph. I, either one works, yeah. I'm going to use the Storm. You're going to well, use course. the Triumph. Of course. <laughs> Blending of the two. Okay. Uh, so let, about, me, um... let me ask everybody other than Waffle <laughs> slash Terrajux. In, in what way is this ship representative of the Storm triumphing? <laughs> it's not. Yeah. I mean, if it's just, our, if it's just like a cool name, that's so we fine. Name <laughs> we <laughs> are a storm of chaos, each of us. Me in the most literal sense, but each of you in your own special and wonderful way, bring the storm. Because the storm is not literally just well, a low pressure zone that creates water, it is a <laughs> fundamental unmaking force. Then, and storm bringer, because this thing is the vehicle by which we, the storm, are brought. You've never been referred to collectively as the storm, and yeah, it's always well, been just one. We, we are a force of sorts. Yeah. Fall Rocks and force of nature. We did a thing right. He feels like this is the first time in a while that something has gone right for the team that's true we've had a rough go of it (laughs) we've survived and we've done things well but like we 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 beat down the crystal monolith we we brought the mythal and didn't get it give it over to the fey like that's that's a win in his what about the teliferous 
You even, like, I don't even know that word. Uh, it is a word that means bearing darts or missiles. And that's not unreasonable. You haven't we, actually... We are armed to the teeth. Missiles. And also, Desmond uses magic missile. I do. A lot. It's fun. <laughs> <clears throat> and I feel like Teliferous has a nice, like, it's... It, it sounds like a tree, you know? I it could is live a majestic with that. name, too. I could live with that. Yeah. I still really like uh, Storm's Triumph, Triumph in the Storm. <sighs> Glory could also be a good one to look at. Well, I think I think we're overthinking it. Let's just go with Telifer. All right, yeah, it's something we is all it, agree with, right? I like it, it more than like... Triumph of the Storm. Okay. Mm. Well, I like that one too. I like them both. Honestly, I'm fine with either one. Yeah. Would it be? Are we going to go with the Teliferous or like SS I, as in like Skyship Teliferous? No, just the Teliferous. one word Teliferous. Okay. Yeah. I, I think that's better. We just call it the Tele. Sure. Well, it's, it's the Batmobile. Well, yeah, <laughs> it is the Batmobile. Wait, is it, how's it spelled? Um, it's hang the on. Big ass Teliferous. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, T E L I F. E-R-O-D-S. Change it to I-R. Change it to I-R. What? what? So it's a pun. <laughs> oh, Teliferous. like... Oh, that... Here, let me just put it at the top of the... Blep. And so you're saying make that E and yes. I. That's Teliferous. really clever. All right. Because it's like a fir tree. <laughs> sure. Is it? All right. So it now is not at all to... like a It is not. <laughs> Guys, that's going to be our next wish to Lady Blossom after we get another mythol for her is to turn this into a fir tree so the pun makes sense. Oh, God. All right, I'm going to erase all these other things. Christmas so. tree. Well, hang on, before we do, so is, like, everyone cool with this? Because I don't want to, like, railroad this or anything. I feel like I've been a little I don't a bit like the name. It, it's majestic, which is what Fall Rock was going for. Okay. Ched, thoughts? I like it. Okay, we're still going to call it the Batmobile, of course. <laughs> the big-ass Teliferous mobile. Yep. <laughs> Lewin? I'm in agreement. Cool, cool. There. All right. Okay. Skyship Teliferous, take off! We did it. I'm so proud. Now we have to figure out how to fly it. And yeah. time. How long did that take? Hey, I want to know how long that took. Yeah. We are sitting at... 22 minutes. We ah, did it in under 30, you guys. <laughs> Holy crap. All right. We get it's like a star, miracle. like a gold. Do we level up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should probably level up for no, that. Our reward yeah. is we get a working tree ship. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's, yeah. let's take a minute here. No, 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 no. We do not get a working tree ship. It doesn't work yet. We just have a it works. We don't know how to make it work. I can fly anything. All right. Uh, hard <laughs> <Yes>. disagree. <laughs> can you fly shit through the air? Yes. I yeah. Can, can you fly me? Can you get on my back and and make me fly? No, but <laughs> exactly. Chad, come on. I've made you fly before. No, you haven't. Yeah, I've been like, hey, Chad, can you fly up and go check that out? And you've done it. That's not making me. Hey, I persuaded you. Right, right. I have free will. Right. If I all, if I recognize that. that it's a good idea and I do it, oh, that doesn't. Yeah, 
Shannon, that's how all aircraft work. They all have free right. will. The wind I, itself I, has I, will. Guys, this is going off the rails here. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have brought this up. I'm really sorry. <laughs> Let's move on. I'm, I said I'm going to pilot that thing, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so Who the say, hell do you think I am? Easy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Sidetrack diverted. <laughs> Let's get back on track. I almost it's... cast silence right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go check on the lovebirds, the love blooms. Yeah, I love blooms. The love buds. The love buds. Yeah, I like that too. Let's go so, check on them. <laughs> Pendergrass. They yes. have names. Basil oh, and Ivy. Awesome. Um, yeah, they have names, but it's more fun to come up with like a, a catchy group name for them. The, the grasses. Hello. The, the two wizards. peas in a pod. The, the love in bloom. No. Okay, that's, that's that is more syllables. <laughs> yeah. Than, <laughs> than Basil and Ivy. <laughs> it, it's a bummer her name is I instead of E because in some E word that's a plant because then they could be B and E. And then they could, they could like be thieves. <laughs> We're anyway. going on name crazy. Turn off your name and brain. Turn on your player name. No, it's too late. God, my brain is all mush anyways. You've awoken Crap. the dark DM side. Of <laughs> you step back into the tree ship, which is again lit by that kind of light filtered through leaves sort of glow. Mm-hmm. There are, as previously described, uh, there's kind of one, you go, you go in a, a ways and there's sort of one big circular hallway that goes around the interior of the tree ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, just inside of that is a spiral staircase going up the tree ship. Ivy, you saw, was hovering near the, the crown of the tree. You don't know where Basil is. Hmm. I go up the staircase. Okay. I will follow. Yep. Yeah. So you go up the staircase, and the floors are spaced out pretty pretty evenly, like 15 feet or so per floor. And you pass, again, like every floor, there's kind of that same circular hallway that goes around the interior of the tree. Uh, as you continue upward, you can hear like humming coming from relatively high up. So person you... humming or magic humming? Person humming. That's a that's our yeah. How many um, do we get a sense of how many floors there are so far? Or for you were looking at about ten floors, probably. Okay. Right? Does that? I'm bad at proportions. That'd be 150 feet or so. Yeah, plus whatever. Um, yeah, 150 feet of trunk. Yeah, and I imagine there's more trunk that's not like accessible to us. That's full of elf machinery. Yeah, you do see like as you're passing some of the the interior hallways that there are uh, kind of offshoot <laughs> offshoots. <laughs> um, that's gonna happen a lot. <laughs> yeah. There are some doorways that are like covered in vines that don't oh, appear to be accessible. Mm-hmm. Huh, okay. 
like vines in a very regular sort of pattern that implies that it's like you have not accessed this area yet. I go up to one of these vines and I give him a prod. Nothing happens. And it like I I pull at one. I'm not trying to like break it or anything, but I'm, is there any give at all to these or No. Okay. So it Is there a crack that I can peer through and like try to see what's on the other side? Nope. Wow. Oh, so it is like mesh. Okay. It's a wall of vines. Interesting. They're like and I say vines, they're it's like wooden vines. It's more like roots really. Okay, we'll get we'll get Chad to talk to him later. Cool. So yeah, about halfway up the up the ship, like four, four five. five, um, you hear you hear humming, and you see uh, that this this floor there's no central ring. The there's a passageway that just goes off the staircase, and you follow it um, for a short while, and it opens up into a very large room that you guess takes up probably most of the interior of the trunk on this level. Okay. 15 foot ceiling still. And there is a large, uh, almost like a, like a throne grown in the center. Ooh. Uh, and there on the, the armrests, there are two like polished crystal orbs. Are these like set in or are they like, um, just in holders, and it looks like you can... They are them set out. in. Like, okay. the, the throne is kind of grown around them. Ah. So and this almost certainly is the control. Yeah, I, it's like if somebody turned the bridge of the Enterprise into a tree. <laughs> so there are, there are <laughs> other stations that have, like, various assorted plant and crystal-based interfaces. Okay. Uh, um, and Basil is, like sitting at one of these other benches and just, like, making excited noises and writing in a notebook. All right. Um, I start striding towards the throne. Up yourself. I'm the one with experience. This isn't a ship. Yes, it is. No, no, no. Okay, I was ready okay. to accept that it was going to be a ship when it was horizontal, because I thought this was going to fly around horizontal, but now it's vertical. Where Nobody said it couldn't. I mean, we could totally turn it turn it to aft. And yeah, Oh, but... do you even know what aft is, Captain? <laughs> I don't think planes have an aft. This is a ship. Yeah, well... I don't know. I think I could fly this. I don't know. I, I think it'd be better left to... Uh, I, well, didn't you know that the first mate's the one who actually steers the ship? If you want to steer the ship... I'm just going to say, like, I understand the wind. It speaks to me. I, I don't hear voices. That's some, not, not like that. That's some natural 20 level out of character persuasion right there. <laughs> But look, I I know the wind inside and out, and I feel like that's like this is the environment that we sail in is the wind. I there's got to be something I can do here. While they're having this argument, can I do a stealth check to see if I can just like <laughs> sneak by them over. and just sit on? The, but no, I'm, I'm, I don't want I don't want to be the captain. I just want to sit on the throne and just like watch this conversation and argument. <laughs> yeah, like, roll it. You know, just amused. Roll it. 
is a 19. Okay. Uh, anybody who wishes to try and spot him can make a, a perception check. Um, Terajux and Desmond will have disadvantage because they're arguing. Yep. <laughs> Fine. I don't care if Leyland tries it out. I only got a 16. Oh, I got a I 2. Got, I got a 19. Wait. I might. Okay. I got a 22. Oh. Yeah. So, Ched, you'll spot Leyland just like. <laughs> He's not, he's not really, like, he's not cartoonishly tiptoeing towards it, but he's moving slowly enough to not attract attention as he kind he's of He's moving drifts. so slow he's that his of, walk animation doesn't actually kick in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's pulling a Drax. Um, yep. I just grin. <laughs> Look, Desmond, I, like... You could be the captain or the admiral or whatever the ship term is. I just want to fly this thing. By all means, I, I just want to flight. I just want to be in charge, like just the title. That's all I sure. really care about. Oh yeah, no, totally. I don't. I wasn't gonna want to be called captain, anyways. That's... Okay, no. So Desmond spits in his hand and is like, "We we've come to terms. We're we're in accord." <laughs> Desmond spits in his hand and it's not at all noticeable. No, I just, he spits in his hand and it's drier. <laughs> I shake it, it's just bone dry. <laughs> Chad being yeah. the um, party member with the most experience flying is just watching in, in horror at uh, this, this deal go down. Um, yeah, I spit in my hand and uh, slap, clasp, shake. Great. All right. Now Desmond has your moisture. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> My bodily fluids. <laughs> uh, so, Leyland, you sit down on this throne, and as your hands come to rest on the, the orbs, which they just kind of do naturally, because that's where they're positioned, uh-huh. uh, it feels like your mind is kind of sinking into warm honey. Huh. And you you kind of, you get a words you you kind of feel like you are connected to the to the tree ship you're kind of plugged into it and you can is this a racist tree ship and only yeah wouldn't it be great <laughs> wouldn't it be great if tj was like racially incompatible <laughs> okay i would make it's like an alarm like chair just kicks him out of it <laughs> i would make desmond resurrect me or um <laughs> reincarnate yeah reincarnate me until it worked. That's <laughs> why so I either hit Era Cochran or Elf. Dragonborn, my throat. Kill. Reincarnate, kill until you get. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Jeez. Uh, so you, the f- sort of what comes up in your mind is an image of the tree ship as a whole, and you can see sort of this green sap magic energy that came out of the mythal when you first plugged it in and it's connected to all of these different parts of the tree and there are kind of like points of interest that are highlighted and they're scattered throughout the tree itself and you kind of have it almost feels like like a like a notification ping that's pulsing occasionally and you get the sense that you have there's enough energy available in the mythal to power up one system. Ah, mm. uh, we got a a broke mythal. Like, hey guys, like 
I feel like at this point they're just now noticing I'm in the chair and I'm just like, this, yeah. this thing's pretty cool. Hey. Oh, um, so are you dead yet or what's the Hey, it works. <laughs> Glad someone else tested it first. Because I was like, hmm, I wonder if there's like an elf thing. So uh so can fly or what? Can I talk to the ship? Or is like is there a way to communicate with it? Tell it tell the ship it's got a new name. <laughs> so you can you can like mentally interface with it, but it doesn't like you're not talking to a conscious being. There's no okay. shipboard AI. No. Not yet. <laughs> Ooh. Um so you mentioned these other benches. Now that he's interfacing there, are there like other I don't want to say screens, but magic screens turning on or like any sort of indication that these other benches can do stuff now or No, you don't see anything change in the room and uh, Basil hasn't even noticed that Leolin is sitting in the okay. uh, throne. So Yeah, I'm curious how much of it is like routed through the center and how much is because there's got to be like secondary stations do something. Um, I'm going to go poke around at one of those, actually. Yeah. Is there a way for me to figure out which system is connected to each like waypoint or whatever in the ship? So you you direct sort of an inquirous thought. That's not a word, is it? it an is inquiring now. thought at of one of. So, OK, let's do it this way. There's. How many do we have available here? One, uh, two, three. I'm ready to write down the subsystems list whenever. So, right. So there are there are a bunch of there are a handful of ones that are like they don't need power. They're just rooms that exist and have a function. The ones that are kind of requesting attention that you can power up. There are five of them. Two of them are at the base of the tree, two of them are in the center, and one is at the top. Okay. So which which one would you like to uh, question or ping? Or uh, the one at the top. Let's start there. Uh, so you, you kind of draw your attention to this one, and the sort of mental image you have kind of zooms in on it, and you see what well, looks like a pipe organ almost. And you get a sense that this is a, like a communications room. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I assume he's like telling us this or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. There, there are actually, there are six. There are two at the top as well. My immersion. Okay. So um, can, I, can I move to the next one on the top? Okay. The next one at the top uh, is a series of, like it zooms in on, you get a little picture that's kind of a series of, kind of circles that are scribed with elven sigildry and like a small crystal sphere embedded in the center. And this is, you get, you get an impression of kind of shielding. Hmm. Physical shielding or cloaking and scrying shielding. There are, there are two separate rings here that could be activated. You only, you would only have enough energy for one. One of them is, protection from things like the elements, energy, magical sorts of like offensive things. The other circle is kind of utility shields that are 
designed to prevent scrying, keep people from teleporting onto the ship. Oh, I see. Um, Mythol signature masking. So right. Yep, that's the that's the second top. Okay, we've got communications room and the shield generator. So now I go to the middle. Just gonna work the way down. Makes so sense. The one on the right, I guess, in the middle. Okay. The first, the first one that you come to, you zoom in and you see it's a very narrow, compact, quasi like almost claustrophobic chamber what? that's mostly taken up by a slice of crystal, like a large crystal that's been cut so that somebody can like stand and like sit in it. I'm not doing a very good job of describing that, but um, this is the weapons system. Do we have any insight into the nature of these weapons? No. Okay. So we'll have to just fire them to find out. Probably. (laughs) Cool. Okay, that's uh, middle right. Moving to middle left. Yep. You have, you see a kind of a larger room that has a lot of empty space and the floor is kind of divided into different regions. And the, the kind of impression you get from this one is like garden or uh, growth area. Hmm. Like a hydroponics kind of thing. It's you don't get any, well, Leyland doesn't get anything more specific than that. I'm sure we can go and yeah. look at them ourselves in a second. All right, let's move down to the base. Moving down to the base, uh, the first the first one you look at is these. It's a another large room, and at a glance, it looks like this is kind of taking up the entire base of the trunk. Like there's a floor beneath the entry level underground, um, but above the roots. Yeah, and this is kind of taken up by eight enormous crystal hemispheres that are there are like catwalks of wood running over them and this is this is the engine room so what i'm getting from this immediately is that we can't fly and use shields at the same time uh not with your current we'll we'll get to that in a moment okay i just wanted to make sure that i'm understanding yeah so you wouldn't there isn't enough power in the missile right now to power up both we got to get us more missiles Oh, yeah, like, it's just literally growing <laughs> on trees. Yes. Oh, well, Little. I happen to know one elven nation has some. <laughs> You're not wrong. All right, last, <laughs> uh, start planning the assaults. Last base room? The, the last room that you, uh, that you can power up looks, it's kind of similar to the reactor room. It's not quite as large. Um, it's got kind of almost like an oven set into one wall and there are a bunch of those uh power vines kind of growing into it and oh. this is the you get you get a sense of like improvement or like a forge those two things kind of conflate together uh-huh. like an upgrade forge okay what would we those are those are it? the six systems that are currently available for you to power up and then, mm-hmm. like, the secondary systems, I assume we don't really need to know what those are, or they're, like, just not important? At a cursory glance, uh, glance Leyland, uh, like, running your mind over other <laughs> options, you, things like crew quarters, uh, 
Yeah. Oh, right. how come we all haven't ran ran to see which one he, which one of us <laughs> is the biggest bunk? Of course, <laughs> you, you see my eyes light up and like my eyebrows go up, and I just dart. I don't. Why <laughs> I just take he off running. Any of this information to you yet? Oh, <laughs> uh, once he does, that's what's gonna happen. Unless he does it first, then I'm gonna. Uh, run I after. sit down at one of these other benches. What happens? Nothing in particular. There's like a table with a series of. It's it's like an uh, three abacuses abacai, abacuses. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's just abacus, right? Like an ab- is that yeah, that's abacuses, the abacus? It might be. Uh, regardless, there are three of them, <laughs> and they're kind of uh, lines of energy that are holding little crystals in suspension between the two side things. Hmm. Okay. But if you move them around, they don't do anything. Got it. Yeah, I, I would immediately play with them. But yeah, like, the, the ship tips over. <laughs> <laughs> Leyland is vaporized. <laughs> um, oh, are we going to have to like feed and water the ship too? Like, is that going to be a thing? Like, we're going to land. That's what the mythol is doing. Like, yeah, but like, is it is the tree alive? I guess is what I'm asking. The tree is very much alive. The so tree's we need alive, to like, but the... So we're going to need to land near, like, fresh water and let it drink and shit, right? You don't know? Maybe, but it's... <laughs> but it's, like, this thing bloomed after we put the mythol in, so I assume it's getting its life energy from an elven wellspring of magic okay. rather than... explain to me how it is splitting and combining hydrogen and oxygen to create water. A fucking wizard did it. <laughs> Let, I'll pull up the Penny Arcade comic for you. <laughs> so um, I think we would all agree. So I relay the information except for the bit about the quarters. Um, <laughs> but the different systems. And okay. So I think we would agree that to get this thing up and running moving, we would want to send power yeah. to the engine room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, I'm so. It, does it seem like um, the person at this throne commands both the ship systems and also directs it in flight? I'm just wondering if there's some way for us to like break up the, uh, distribute the load a little bit and let multiple people manage. Yeah, I, I don't. Systems. I don't want all this power. Right. <laughs> you uh, don't. Like, well, right now you don't have access to that information right now the the ship wants you to allocate power to a subsystem yeah well you can uh, let these blue yeah. hands do it if you don't if you don't want to i mean i'm I i'm a captain. conduit for power far beyond my comprehension so i'm also good me too actually <laughs> <laughs> look at that but this i just like to point out you all are at this stage yeah i i place a hand on desmond's shoulder i say Captain, after you. Ah, very good. <laughs> Bring us around. <laughs> <laughs> I go over to an abacus and just start moving. <laughs> this is it. Is this right? <laughs> very good. <laughs> um. Hey, Fall Rock. It sounds like there's a forge. Maybe I'm not trying to typecast. And he would be in the engine room. <laughs> like the door, like. I, but it's like it's all crystals and stuff. What we really need is a wizard. Wizards love crystal hemispheres. Yeah. If only, and just hear <laughs> me out. If only there was somebody nearby that fit that description. Yeah. Hey. Been studying this thing for years. Leyland, again, uh, don't want to typecast you, but um, weapons. 
I'm, yeah, I'm thinking like, if we've got some kind thing. of cool, like, elven super ballista, you're the person I want aiming that. Mm. I kind of want to aim that. <laughs> I, I would love to see you lay waste to our enemies with elven magics. And I don't know if you've noticed, but I've cast Minor Illusion to give myself, like... The Captain's the cap- Hat and the, the Epaulette. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to get out my makeshift eye patch. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, Put that away. All right, it's fine. Pointless. But only because this isn't a real ship. Oh, how much is it going to cost to get I... me to make, to make, like, to get a tailored, like, Captain's coat? <laughs> coat? Oh, my God. Uh, a good one will run you, like... Anywhere from fifty to hundred gold pieces. Okay, I, is- I, I can do that. I've got a budget for that. <laughs> All right, pull it out of here. Resurrection, resurrection. I've got three hundred and eighty-one. I've got three hundred for the revivified. I've got eighty-one for random other expenses, which is going to be a captain's coat. Also, we need to go tr- now more than ever. We need to track down the cult because I need to get my cool bomber jacket back. Well, I thought oh, we would be flying yeah. this straight to uh, and Gloria uh, Faywood. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, we well we've got one major mission we have to, and that's that's pulling a Top Gun over Beatrix's sand, yes, sand boat, where we all just. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to do that, and then we also need to go back to the Crystal Spire and load this thing up on anti-scrying because I don't want to waste power on a thing that we can accomplish without power. You know. So, I I will remind you that it it's not just an anti-scrying shield; it also keeps people from appearing via teleportation on your ship whenever they want. Right. But it's no, like we can't definitely worth the power. And the cult has already been like has already demonstrably shown that it is capable of utilizing rotation. But if they don't know where we are, they can't teleport. And it's like since we okay. can't have you know the like you can have your room like teleport possible and then like <laughs> when we come to discover your headless corpse then i'll be like hmm i'm really glad that nobody <laughs> can teleport in on, in on me and kill me at night i'm just saying that we don't have the power for shields right now so maybe we should have a sort of backup to make us a little stealthier while we're still kind of crippled you know i i think we just use the the onboard stuff right well, we we can't use the onboard shields while flying because yeah. the engines need the power. Oh, I see right. what you mean. Yeah. So I'm saying we use the scrying crystals in the meantime to make it so that we won't get teleported onto because they won't know where we are. We should we use really stealth. explain things to the Pendergrasses, what we found out, before we go making plans that they might be able to fix for it. True. Okay, yeah. At um, which point, Farag goes over to the Pendergrass that's nearby and explains everything we found <laughs> Splendid. Uh, Basil looks up from his notes and uh, he says, oh yes, I noticed that it looks like the Mythol expended a great deal of energy in sort of reviving the tree ship. Ah. Mm. Uh, so it's, it's not operating at anything like its maximum capacity. Also, I expect a lot of its energy was attenuated over you know, a millennia being stored underground. Sure. Also that. But... I believe if you are able to find uh, objects, items of sufficient 
magical power, you can sort of feed them into the mythol and uh, help restore some of its hey, former strength. Tarajux, haven't you been collecting some of those sorts of things? See, this is funny. Oh, like I'm, the bottled lightning and shit? Yeah, no, I'm totally throwing that in. But first, <laughs> um, one thing we might consider is now that we have something that requires a super powerful reactor, we might want to go back to that dwarven tower <laughs> and try and figure out what was going on with that. That would be going back into the underway. Oh, yeah. shit, you're right. Well, can we feed it spell slots? You we think? can bore into the tower from above. <laughs> no, like, if we have unused spell slots at the end of the day, can we just feed it, like... Yeah, that's magic. Right? Or I'm maybe, not sure. maybe not for, like, a permanent upgrade, but for, like, redlining the engines? That sounds super cool. Yeah, uh, Basil interjects and says, I don't... I feel like magic of that nature is like it would be useful for a temporary boost but i don't know that it would be significant enough to actually affect the mythol on a more permanent basis now okay. i want to be the engine room guy <laughs> this is the um like using spell slots would be like pouring moonshine in and guns of icarus yes yeah. i love it <laughs> i i love the image of casting lightning bolt into the reactor <laughs> yes. And then the whole ship catches fire. And the whole ship right. just explodes. <laughs> so do we have power to engines yet? Um, Helm? <laughs> Leyland. Helmsman Leyland. So we're going to send power to the engine room. Yep. Yeah, okay. right. So you see me standing so I, um, in front of you, but like my back's to you, and I say, <laughs> Lieutenant Commander Leyland, send power to the engine. <laughs> Take us out. Take us out. Take so us I guess slow. I just I concentrate my thought on the engine room yeah Man. you direct the uh the excess power of the mythol into the engine room and there's a the whole tree shudders very slightly and um Leyland, you you see uh, like some of that green sap magic kind of mm -hmm. flows down in there and that point lights up and at the same time uh, one of the benches with the the crystal abacus abacuses abacuses abacus um, lights up, and the crystals sort of automatically arrange themselves like there's a clacking noise, and they all set to a specific configuration. Um, I would like to go investigate further. You go investigate further. Uh, can I do an arcana check here to get a sense of? Or I guess well, the most Tarajux thing would be to just move one of the beads. Yeah, absolutely. Clack. Okay, uh, let me see what happens. <laughs> There's a, a, another shutter that runs through the ship, and then you hear a loud cracking noise from outside, mm. and the entire ship starts to gently lift into the air. Hey, I did it. We Guys, I put it back. We, we didn't help them bring their things inside. <laughs> I, you slide it back and the, the tree stops. Okay. It doesn't go back down, it stops. Interesting. Okay, so that's um, vertical thrust. <laughs> if I push it a little bit in the other direction, can I try to set her down gently? Sure. Uh, yeah, you push it back a little bit and it, you feel the tree kind of set back down into the ground and sure. after a certain point you can't push it anymore okay so man this would be way easier if we had some external cameras or something 
And this Leyland, mm-hmm. you you see like as soon as he pushed that bead, you your mental image kind of zoomed out from the tree and you could you could kind of see all around it from the exterior. And so you watched this this kind of lift off and then set back down very gently as though you were standing outside. Whoa. It was extremely nauseating. <laughs> Um, well, I'm not going to play with the other beads because I don't want to pitch or yaw a giant tree ship until we get the house packed. <laughs> uh, and Leyland, after you settle your stomach a bit, um, yeah. you saw that the tree was lifting <laughs> off with a, like a 50 to 75 foot chunk of land around it and that the cottage was perfectly safe. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> I love like my mental image for like nauseated Leyland. This like glorious elven warrior sitting atop a throne, and he just, Bleh. <laughs> <laughs> but like because he's I, in I, the tree ship, he doesn't actually move. It just kind of like dribbles. I just, I just you know stumble out of the seat and like it's all yours, Tarjax. Like, my turn. My turn. <laughs> I sit down in the throne. Okay, uh, you are immediately taken to this kind of outside camera perspective. Whoosh. Oh, well, wow. it's a good thing I don't, I don't get vertigo. <laughs> yep. Um, very cool. So I don't want to like reroute power or anything, but I'm just going to familiarize myself. Can I, do I get any sense that I can control the thrust from this seat or is that strictly from that? Uh, you, you can't control the thrust from the <clears throat> So this is just power allocation and cameras. It looks like. Yeah. And if, as you spend like a couple minutes familiarizing yourself with this, you, you realize that you can kind of change cameras with a thought. Okay. So I can, I can look around essentially. Yeah. Uh, now that we're sitting back down on the ground, I'm going to power between all the systems really quick just to see if there's any, like, issues or... Like, I'm just going to test each of the systems briefly. Just power it on, make sure it warms up, turn it back off. Yep. And then I assume, like, each of the abacus benches light up in accordance, or does the same bench light up? No, different different ones will light up at different points. Cool, cool. I'm relaying all of this to whoever. I probably closed my eyes because, like, seeing the interior and the exterior at the same time sounds like way too much. Yeah. Um, so whoever's around me, I'm giving them the full deal. I'm explaining the uh, similarities between elven tree ship design and uh, Juxian battleships. There aren't any. A L- lot of overlap <laughs> here. No. No, not at all. Um, <laughs> This is this is weird. I love it. Uh, so we don't have to pack his house. Desmond, I'm thinking maybe this seat is for you. It might be, yeah. Because this is sort of like grand overview and like strategy, whereas actual like uh, aileron control is one, and then yeah. we've got someone to so, uh, flick shields around. I assume the abacus. I'm wondering move them. If we're all plugged into the other stations, like if I'm in the weapons room, if uh, Desmond could communicate 
something to me yeah, if we're both connected to this well, relay. We have we could get sending stones if that's also not that, even the yeah. case, but um, I would figure oh, that they man. would have thought of that. You know, like we could uh, take like mercenary contracts from nations now. Yeah, that's that's kind of yeah. what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, we are going to be loaded. Yeah, that's actually a good thing to try. So I'm going to relinquish uh, seat control to Desmond here, and then I'm going to go check out the forge with Fallrock still. But it sounds oh, like checking and seeing... Is. Oh. <laughs> what? No, I got distracted. <laughs> Fallrock went down to the forge as soon as uh, he was done relaying information because that was the next thing Tarajex had brought up. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, first, though, we haven't heard from Chad in a while, so we're going we're gonna to spin our way over to the Birdman. <laughs> He's making a nest. Birdman Chad. That yes. nesting instinct. I mean, I don't think there is a whole lot for me to do here. They're in the driver's seat themselves. Um, I'm getting all the information about this tree from them. I'm kind of just along for the ride. There are, there are plenty of, like, there's a whole tree to explore here. We do have nine other floors we haven't looked at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you, don't even know, you don't even know what they're for? Well, we know we have, knew, like, we knew a what everything was for. We know what the certain systems are for that require yeah. power, but there's a lot of other tree. There's six primary systems, but there are um, ten floors that might not necessarily correspond to those. So I think there's... So which ones are undiscovered? How many are undiscovered? We don't know. Like, we don't know if the weapons room actually corresponds to, like, a whole floor or part of one. So we gotta. We're gonna have to map out each floor. It looks like. If you, if you had to give me a rough estimate, uh, my rough estimate would be like eight floors. Okay, I'm gonna roll a d8 <laughs> and go to a floor at random. <laughs> ah, that's that's the spirit. <laughs> Chaos. Five. You are on the fifth floor. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, roll a d10. Because I would prefer him to just walk out of the room. Yeah, he walks out of the room and comes back in. Roll a five again! <laughs> uh, well, hang on. If you're rolling a d8, you've excluded the first floor that we came in. Uh, uh, just for these pieces. Just roll a d10 no and escaping. exclude one That's for me. Uh, two. Okay. All right. So you actually you end up walking next to Falrock. As he so, goes down to the the forge is on the okay. second floor. Hello, Chad. Neat. Hey, what's up? Going to the forge. Apparently, there is I'm one. just exploring. I guess we happen to go the same way. Cool. Want to take a look at the forge? <laughs> sure. Let's go <laughs> go look at some furnaces. I think it's just the one furnace, actually. Really? Why would they only have one? Well, if it's good enough, you really only need the one. It's just the one yeah, this, swan. This place is huge. <laughs> right, but this if it's big is... enough, I mean, you know. So but they're elves. Like, they don't need to forge things. It is true. Everyone needs sing to forge it out things of somehow. As you step off onto the second floor, uh, the exterior hallway, the circle, uh, it has two entries or two doorways uh that go into the the center of the tree and they're kind of on opposite ends of the of the hallway right so the middle circle of the tree is kind of split in two and okay. there's a door on each side okay would you like uh, to go into the left or the right door left <laughs> right 
turn to page 193. <laughs> Split up and look for clues. Uh, so, Farak, you go in. You were the left door? That's you were right. right. I chose left. Yeah. Uh, so you go into the right door, and you see the forge room. And it's, again, like it's a semicircle, and most of the most of the space in this room is taken up by these kind of power vines that are centering in on this large structure that's set into the back wall with a, like a five-by-five five, uh, gap in it. And there's a lot of elven sigildry that's kind of carved over most of the surfaces in here. Can I read this, or is this like ancient elven? Because I can speak elven. You can, but it's a lot of... It's like trying to read a calculus textbook. Oh, interesting. When you say forge room, um, is there like actually anvils and like working tools, or is it just the furnace? It's just the furnace. Okay. Hmm. Ched, as you go in the other door, you see a room that is... I mean, it, it kind of fills out the the half circle that it should, right? There's a wall at the back and then the curved room. Right. And it is lined with empty bookshelves. And there are several desks and uh, wooden chairs uh, kind of strewn about. So what's on the bookshelf? Nothing. They're empty bookshelves. Oh. And there's about to be a book Literally of Elvin's smut. What the fuck? <laughs> Oh my kind god. <laughs> that it that it had a library but all the books were taken. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, we never did f- figure out like how it got abandoned way out here instead of in the Elven Kingdom. Hmm? Is it, like a, it didn't uh, look like battle damage or something? Is there, is there a desk to go along with the chairs or is it just there, there are, a journal diary? But there aren't any like this is this is supposed to be a library, but it currently doesn't. Hmm. Okay. You might want to ask Basil and Ivy. They might have some. Maybe they picked up the books. Oh, that's a fair point. Yeah. How long has that tree been there? For like a million years, right? Yeah, over over a millennia. So, but it might have been sealed up. Well, I, it hasn't been there for over a millennia. It's been there since the hatching, more or less. Well. All right, so we've got a study and we've got the furnace room. Yeah. Floor two, mapped. Yes. Floor equals floor plus one. (laughs) I go to floor six. (laughs) Or that. (laughs) The the most inefficient way of this floor. (laughs) I'm like, nah, fuck every other floor. So you go to floor six and Uh there is a... It's there's only one door that's accessible to you off off of this one, uh, and it leads to like a, a kind of a cramped room actually that has uh, four bunks with little like ingrown footlockers underneath them, and there there's like leaf blankets atop them. Is it is it actually a a blanket sized leaf? Yes. Uh. <laughs> Not your okay, thing. So what? Are, what are in the trunks? The trunks are empty. God. What else is there in here? That's it. Just a. All right. How many? Wait. How many bathrooms? Uh, that's I, that's not fair. There is like a bathroom attached. Oh, great. Cool. How many beds are there? Four. Well, that seems what's... low for a ship of this size. <laughs> can I? 
So what's, what's stopping me from going to the other part of this floor? There are other doors off of here, but they are all ingrown with woody vines. Okay. Huh. Well, we'll have to figure that out later once you get Speak With Plant. Well, I don't think Speak With Plant lets me manipulate the plant. It just gets information. It totally does. Um, <clears throat> the plants regard you as a friend and you can make like difficult terrain or less difficult terrain. Your magic gives it intelligence enough plants, to be able to talk to you. Plants might be able to perform other tasks on your behalf at the, at the uh, DM's discretion. Yeah. That's me. Okay. And we'll just tell them that the captain says can so. We, can <laughs> we ask the plant to turn into a giant tree robot? <laughs> Grow <laughs> arms and fight for us? Well, no, like just morphing from a ship to a, Look, like a Gundam. Thing. If we don't <laughs> mecha fight the hatchling as a giant kaiju versus a robot by the end of this, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I realize we'd have to be Earth compatible for that to happen, and none of our. No, none of us. Yeah. No, no, honestly. We've got the like the tree is the weapon of the actual mech. We're going to be fighting the. <laughs> like, this, is... <laughs> this is the staff. Yeah. Okay. I'm um, down for it. Let's let's roll back to uh, people in the on the bridge. Uh, since I'm currently at an hour and fifteen minutes of recording time, so we'll do one last thing and then wrap up the episode here. Sounds good. So yeah, I've tested all the subsystems. Uh, I've checked and made sure there's no damage. Um, I guess I'm going to... Next thing I'm going to check, power up a system, let's say shields, and then I leave the throne. Does it like power back down, or does it just stay in whatever it's doing? Uh, There's no noticeable difference after you exit, although I'm pretty sure you ceded the seat to Desmond. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, asking me, you're asking me to do it. Yeah. And I'm going through pre-flight checks. And I'm um the other thing I would like to test really quick is just make sure that like if we're in flight, like engines on, hover up just a little bit. It's it's a very sensitive throttle. I'll take care of that. But um and then once I've got us like an inch off the ground, I want Desmond to get out of the seat and make sure we don't fall out of the sky. Cause that would suck. If like I do that. Our captain okay. gets incapacitated I'll... somehow, and then the ship's like, "Well, powering down." No, I don't. I don't think it's going to require like yeah. continued stimulus for, <laughs> to like. I think it'll just remember the last command it, it was given, and like, yeah, I just wanted to make sure you got to be able to hover this thing and leap and shit, right? The first yeah. thing that happens is uh, Desmond, when you go, when you sit down and you you start cycling through the cameras, Terjax, as soon as you begin manipulating the the flight controls. You get like um, almost like a picture-in-picture of what Desmond is choosing to show you through the cameras. Is that projected mentally or physically? Mentally. Mm, Oh, my UI is blue, and it's got like it's got like a wet thing with bubbles. (laughs) (laughs) It's like you're looking through a fish tank. Yep. (laughs) Mine Um, is all like green and military HUD. Yeah, <laughs> you you definitely get Desmond's overlay when he's <laughs> God, quit panning so fast. <laughs> yeah, so it's 
that's pretty disconcerting and it's going to take you a while to get used to it. Yeah, we're going to have to train. When he stands up and leaves the chair, the camera locks on whatever he was showing you last. Interesting. Uh, but the ship is still in the air. Okay, so I can I can uh, move it up and down and still... I'm testing out the other ones very carefully to figure out which like pitch and roll and yaw and... Yeah, and you that's fine. You can do that. Full three-dimensional control. I let's uh let's try out the shields really quick and see like what we can manipulate with those. So I set it down, power to shields. Um and then does the abacus pop up or is it just like a binary toggle between the two shield types? It's just a binary toggle. But there's still a is there a way to turn both on at once, even if we had enough power? I don't think so. Yeah, no. Um, the only thing stopping you is that the Mythol can only power one system right now. Right, right. But this is like two in one, basically. Right, that's what I was wondering is, because the shields you have listed is like one primary system. Mm-hmm. So could we have, if we had like the engines off and we're putting shield power on right now, can we turn on both the teleport no, block? No, one. Okay. And that would be the case even if we had a multi-Mythol. Yes. Okay, so that's why I'm saying we need to go get the uh, scrying blockers is, like, if we have to drop our... Um, the teleportation thing is still an issue, I'll grant you, but if, like, I would hate for us to, every time we have to drop our scrying defenses to block an attack, we suddenly become radar visible. I don't think we're going to be waging any sort of wars right now until we get to be, you know... A little bit right, more. but even it sounds like even if we were able to power all the systems at once, we would still have this shield toggle thing, and it would be nice to have some passive stealth until that point. Well, I think we're gonna have to use altitude, right? Like teleportation has right most, uh, to most teleportation has a range distance, but it also has a um, like awareness of destination aspect. If they can't scry us, they don't know where to teleport to. Literally, the only one I could think of is Gate, right? Uh, yeah, Gate has infinite range. Um, Dimension Door's only like 500 feet. Uh, yeah, I think Gate's the only... I think if they're using Gate on us, we're... we're <laughs> well, yeah, then they can just speak our name and yank us into a mer- Exactly. The <laughs> teleport spell... You have to choose a destination known to you on the same plane of existence, and then your familiarity with it determines how likely you are to arrive successfully. Yeah. So if they scried us, they would have a better chance. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I just think it can't hurt to have some of these crystals. I think we worked really hard to blow up the crystal structure, putting, putting a whole it bunch back of together in a huge around space. a structure. Bad idea. Could be dangerous. Yeah. Do you, I, so I, mean, I think I would, the crystals could take over our ship, and then we have to fight our ship. And be really yeah, bad. that would be terrible. I don't want to fight the tree. Okay, I think we should get the crystal styluses that we have and make pendants for the pendagrasses so that they can't be scribed. But right now, we're already off radar. Right. I just I would love to extend that to the ship itself somehow. There's I a handy built-in system for that finger guns. But yeah, like. Ooh. That's that's what we need to do is when we have this thing parked, we need to turn up the anti-scrying. Oh, machine, yeah, obviously. no, absolutely. But, but like, I, I'm just saying that there's not going to be a totally defended scenario like you want it to be. 
And, no, and of I think that not. trying to put that crystal armor around the ship is going to end up a little bit Age of Ultron on it. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't think we need that much, but okay, I will I will defer to the group's caution on this one. If we I knew mean, more about these crystals, we, I would argue the point, but we, we don't know yeah. where it is, right? Like we can always go back and get it. It's not if going to find out more about it. Yeah. It was just like we're going to be in the area anyways, flipping off your wife, so I figured like <laughs> you <can> grab some. <laughs> Uh, All right, Leland, what are you up to here? Uh, I'm just kind of exploring the rest of the. Uh, you were gonna go see if the weapons pod, yes. is like a psychic link, right? Yes, they're well. It's not powered up though. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll go look out. I'll go take a look at it though. Yeah, I'd actually be interested to see if like you trying to get in it while it's unpowered nudges Desmond in some way. Yeah. I kind of want to see what kind of actual weapon it is. Also that. So you go to the fourth floor and mm-hmm. there's like a it's almost like a closet inside of which is this kind of crystal pod. And okay. it's kind of like one of those like ledges in a shower that you can kind of sit on. Um, mm-hmm. Not very large. Um so you go and like sit on it and you're kind of sitting back in the in the crystal and nothing happens. Desmond, you're up in the captain's chair and you get that kind of like notification itch at the back of your head and it's oh. like weapons requesting power. Oh, okay. So okay, so he does get like a notification. Yeah. But there's nothing to power it with since all the power's going to the engine room. Yes. Now, could I could I mentally like flick like check the box without having to like interface? How do you mean? Like I, I got a notif- I got a notification without or did I or am I still in the chair? I thought I, I got out. You're still in the chair. Oh, okay. oh no, yeah. When you're in the chair, you get the, the notification. <laughs> We're both okay. just standing next to the chair, like, man. I hope uh, Leyland calls in soon. <laughs> 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 and I think that's probably where we'll stop for now. Yeah. Uh, right. So thank you for joining us. I don't know if this episode is going to be like any good to listen to. <laughs> at all. You uh, can cut out all the unfun parts. Yeah, subscriber special. Listen to us explore our ship for an hour. I mean, you guys are probably going to spend more time with that, too, is the yeah. thing. Which, yeah. I, I might kind of, like, it's, we're not lacking for audio, so I might make, like, bonus episodes. That's fair. Yeah. But at the same yeah. time, I like, if I were listening to this podcast, I would want to hear this. You would want to know the nitty-gritty yeah. of exactly how. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can you can cut... You can edit it out all the all the dead spaces and repeat. Yeah, no, that's gonna happen regardless. Right. We'll see. I we're not gonna get there for like six months anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It it might be something where stuff to look um, forward to in the ship. Like stuff that we need to figure out how to access. Right. Doors Mm -hmm. that are covered in vines. Yeah. God, this GIF is so much smoother in Discord. That's weird. Looks good. Anyway. Uh Thank you for joining us. I'm Joe. I've been your Dungeon Master for this exploratory session. If you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. We can be found on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. If you wish to reach us on Twitter, you can do so at alchemists underscore club.
Joining us, we have... I forgot my name for a second. Damn. <laughs> Kale? Which one? <laughs> Both. I'm Zach, and I play Valrock. Matt, and I play Leolin. I'm Waffle, and I play Tarjax. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.